From best of San Francisco DDTV, The Pink Chill, and DD LaFrag. Hey, I've only lived in San Francisco for 30-something years. What do I know about it? San. Liberals? Mm. They're sadistic progressives. Francisco. This city is Junkies Incorporated. It's the Junkie Apocalypse. Damn. This ain't your phony soy boy San Francisco. This is the San Francisco Dam Zone. San Francisco Dam is a solo psychodramatic performance art storytelling podcasting platform. Hey, everybody. It's Thursday, July 29th, 2021. How are you doing? And happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. It's somebody's birthday all around the world. 50 states, 43 countries listening to your daily tough love. Kvetchathon from the city of San Francisco. Coming for an IA, y'all. New listeners, welcome. Regular listeners, I love you. The weather report. I recorded this show three times, so it's a little bit later in the day right now. It is partly cloudy. The beautiful fog, which I personally love, is rolling in. Earlier, it was sunny. The high temperatures were about 68 degrees Fahrenheit. Right now, the temperature is plummeting, so it is probably about 59 degrees Fahrenheit right now. Okay, everybody. I am not going to demystify dystopian San Francisco today. You know, I come to you every day, but... I mean, and new listeners, please look at the show list, over 540 daily shows demystifying this place. San Francisco is a gift that keeps on giving. No uh, Tough Love Covetathon today, sweethearts. I am talking about how the actor Bob Odenkirk ended up giving me an award for a film that I starred in, wrote, and co-produced. Yay! Bum, bum, bum. Okay, let me get right into it. I like to keep these shows pretty snappy. They are called Micro Podcast. This one will definitely be under 15 minutes. I don't like a long podcast. Blah. Okay, so I am a longtime San Francisco citizen, and I'm an artist who does not want to be famous. I never wanted to be famous. If I wanted to be famous, I would have moved to Hollywood when I was very young and size zero. I'm not exaggerating at all. As is, I am a renaissance artiste cult artist of the mixed media award-winning variety. I've got awards from animation to public cable access, TV produced production, which I did for over 20 years, to dramatic film. Uh, I'm critically acclaimed for acting, you name it, mixed media, wearable art, glitter paintings, a lot of things you guys have never done. I led doing this daily podcast. I did not delve into my background very much at all. I wanted this podcast to be a standalone art piece. And in the year and almost a half that I've done it, it is now one of my uh, art specialties, uh, daily podcasting. This is like a public cable access podcast to say this. San Francisco Damn Daily Truth Bombs. No Namby Pamby permission necessary. Back in the day, I decided to research date rape. And I did. I talked to many women who had been date raped. That means you go on a date and then your date flips. He flips and turns into a rapist. A lot of women told me their stories that never happened to me. Thank goodness. Never been raped. Never been date raped. I'm not saying nobody tried to rape me. That's a whole nother story. That happened when I was a 16-year-old virgin. He was not successful. I'll have to talk about that sometimes. But anyway, 
So I wrote a piece. I wrote a script and I was talking to my friend. I have had a lot of nice mentors and art co-producers. My biggest mentor and biggest art co-producer, his name is Richard Lefract, the late great one and only, spoken about many times here. My best friend in life, my uh, my dear sweet mentor, my husband. Uh, he was a rock and roll guy. He went from rock and roll to retail. He worked with The Who. He's one of the guys. He and Wiggy Wolf were credited to bringing lasers to rock and roll, internationally traveled, renaissance, elegant guy. I miss him very much. So we did a lot of work here in San Francisco as a mixed media, wild and crazy performance artist. Richard did all of my stage lighting. My shows were the best. Honey, people were so jealous that I had Richard working for me. I would come out with dry ice and explosions and projections, all this stuff in the 90s. It was like really, really wild and beautiful. So Richard and then another friend who is a mentor, my film mentor, her name is Scarlett Harlot, also known as Carol Lee. By the way, she is a woman who coined the term sex worker. Yep. Go ahead, Google Duck, Duck, Go That. Everybody talks about sex work, sex worker. She coined that term here in San Francisco at a conference in the 1970s. I was not here at that time at that time. And by the way, people, I wanted to let you know, I deliberately never did sex work. No, I never was a hoe. Nope. Because I knew it wouldn't work for my personality and me being a biologically born sexist woman, this bohemian, libertine black woman. I knew it wouldn't work because once a hoe, always a hoe. Life isn't fair. That's the way it is. Okay, that's the backstory. So this short film, it's called Yes Means Yes, No Means No, an interracial date rape drama. I starred in it. I uh, cast one of my friends who was a bartender named Dennis O'Connor. So he was a guy I was on a date with that tried to rape me in the movie. And in the end, my character won by smashing him over the head with a bottle and calling the police. That's right. That's how I write, people. That's how I write. And I chose to make the white guy a rapist instead of black guy for obvious reasons. So... Imagine way back in the day, this is a long time ago, there's a short film starring me and a white guy about a woman on a date with a white guy who tries to rape her. That was groundbreaking stuff. And Carol was behind the camera. She and I co-produced it. She, I, and Richard produced it. She did the editing. It was beautiful, elegant, nice short film. She submitted it to a lot of festivals. It swept the festival circuit worldwide. That was so surprising for me. And the pinnacle of the awards, the awards were pouring in. There's a local writer, late great Herb Kane. He even wrote about it and put Carol and I in the category with Francis Ford Coppola as filmmakers. It was quite a heady time for me as an artist. It was really, it was gorgeous to have all that happening. Now, this is sexist, womanist, bohemian excellence. It's the San Francisco Jam Zone with Dee Dee LaFrac. We also won an award from the American Film Institute. The American Film Institute, and that is where Bob Odenkirk, the actor, comes into the story. You guys know Bob Odenkirk as the actor from Breaking Bad. He played the attorney. Okay, and then they did a spinoff called Better Call Saul. Some people say that is better than Breaking Bad. I couldn't tell you because I haven't spent time watching either of those shows. Art is arbitrary. You don't have to watch anything, just like you don't have to listen to this podcast. Some people listen to it. It's like a bus, hop on and hop off. Some people ride hard every day and listen to every show. All right, so Bob Odenkirk, I had no idea who he was. While 
they let us know we won first prize for fiction at the American Film Institute, which was sponsored by Sony. This was a very big deal, so much so. Do you guys remember a show called Entertainment Tonight? Entertainment Tonight. They showed a clip of my film with the clip had me in it, and it was uh, this clip was shot in a screening room. Levar Burton, that's right, Levar Burton spoke about it. There's me on the screen, and he says, oh, wow, it's, ama- it's amazing what people can do with some imagination and a video camera about my film. All right, so they showed that clip on Entertainment Tonight. It swept the festival circuit worldwide. American Film Institute said, hey, ladies, you won the top prize in uh, fiction. And they flew us down to Hollywood. We stayed at the historic Roosevelt Hotel. We're allergic to free-range, hyper-allergic control freaks. It's the San Francisco Dam Zone with Didi LaFrac. So we go to the American Film Institute, and Bob Odenkirk gave us the award. Honey, I was so disappointed. <laughs> I'm like, Bob Odenkirk, who is he? I, I even asked him, I said, is there going to be somebody famous? This was a long time ago, people. They looked at me like, <laughs> I had no idea that Bob Odenkirk had been a uh, Emmy award-winning writer for Saturday Night Live. He's done a lot of behind-the-scenes things before he became an actor. I had no idea. This was pre-internet, people. This was before the internet. So Bob Odenkirk gave us the award. He was a nice guy. He was pleasant, very good-looking, you know, that Hollywood way, smooth, blonde, very pleasant. It was just another award to put on the shelf, not just another. It's the most major award. It's what I think that's the most major award I've won, and I've won awards from SF Weekly for uh, a TV show that I produced and started in for over 20 years, DDTV, Best of San Francisco. I won a top award, the top uh, cable access TV show from a pool of 175 shows for my show, DDTV. I spent a lot of time in editing suites, darling. So that was just another feather in the sexist, womanist, bohemian, artistic cap to meet the now great Bob Odenkirk and have him give an award for a film that I created. And by the way, it was an interesting racial film and I wanted the film to be interracial because of the stereotypes of black men as rapists or black men as criminals. I could have cast a black man. I did that. And you know what? I'm not I'm just gonna leave it at that. And this is the third time that I have recorded this show. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you what happened to the other shows. So in short since I haven't been kvetching about San Francisco on this show, that's typically what I do. I invite new listeners to go ahead and look at the show list. I want to take. Uh, th- <laughs> I want to thank Bob Odenkirk, and I hope he's doing well. I heard he's had some health problems, and I thank you, the listener, for listening to the show. I know I was talking fast to cram all the information in, and I want to thank the collaborators on the film, although it was a long time ago. Of course, the memory of the late great one, Richard Lafrac, the one and only, and Miss Carol Lee also known as Scarlet Harlot, sexologist, academic, historical figure for coining the term sex worker for all the sex workers. And I'll say it again, I never did it because I knew it wouldn't work for me and I didn't want to be known as an old hoe. That's the truth. Young ladies, I do want to add, look at your future. Whatever you're looking at now, think 20 years down the road. Do you want to be known as an old hoe? Maybe you do. I didn't. All right, everybody. That's the story of how Bob Odenkirk, the actor from Better 
Call Saul gave yours truly a film award. Bum, bum. Thanks for listening, everybody. I love you. Guess what? I'm Dee Dee I trust my vibe. San Francisco. Damn. That's today's episode of the San Francisco Damn Podcast with sexist womanist bohemian Didi LaFrac. Remember to join us tomorrow for another episode. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsors. Head over to SanFranciscoDamn.com for more sponsorship information. Thank you for subscribing and listening.